I'm Mirza, and I really wish Cher was my second mom. And I'm Pooja. I'm the biggest Scorpio in Prospect Heights. So true. Do you have problems that you think are really important, but other people don't really want to hear about? These are problems that your therapist has told you to move on from. We're here to give you advice on all of them, from the nothing burger to the everything burger. Like, did you accidentally make eye contact with your boss in the Equinox steam room? Scandalous. Do you hate the soap in your in-law's bathroom? Are you afraid to run outside because you have terrible form? Does your boyfriend keep making out with his dog that has terrible breath and then trying to kiss you? Well, if you've experienced any of these problems, you may qualify for our advice. Medical disclaimer, we are not trained professionals. We do take our advice. Please take with caution. Proceed with caution because we are the, the problem, problem solvers. solvers. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart selling you a $30 entree at my restaurant in Vegas. Oh my gosh, and I'm her ankle bla- bracelet that's just laying in the bottom of her drawer. Love it. That thing got some mileage on it. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, how are you, P? I'm I feel like I haven't good. seen you in forever. I know. We haven't done a recording in a while. I know. I'm so glad to be back at it. Me too. What's going on with you this week? Oh my gosh. Well, it is 20 degrees in New York this Literally week. Literally less. It's less than 20. Yeah. It's, it's like sub, sub, sub 20. The average is 20. <laughs> Feels like hell. Absolutely. But like the cold part of hell. Absolutely. I'm wearing two pairs of socks. I'm wearing two pairs of pants. I'm wearing my long johns again. Oh my God. Remember there those? <laughs> <laughs> it's, we'll come full circle. Yes. When we first started recording this, it was winter yeah. of last year. And oh, now man. it's winter of this year. Now it's winter of this year. And that is so crazy how time kind of works. Yeah, it is. It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um what's what's beguiling you really it's just trying to figure out how do i dress pro- appropriately yeah. it's so cold outside that i genuinely feel like i need to start like eating for the weather yes. you know yes. in, in the sense like in survival mode like oh totally. I, I like need a to- soup yes yeah. like i need to pack my mouth full of 12 acorns an enchilada Okay, that too. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling very a carne asada burrito. That's okay. Sounds all good. of those things sound incredible. I ate all of those when I was in California. It was insane. Oh yeah, oh, I bet you did. It Oof. sounds so good. I love Mexican food. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. So that, that that really is my problem this week is just like acclimating to the weather. Yeah. Coming off of an incredible month in California where yes. I was like wearing a windbreaker at yeah. most. Yeah. Your your mumu. Or whatever they're I was called. wearing my yes, I was wearing my my nighty. What are they called? The nighty. The nighty. Yeah, nighty during the day. Yes, exactly, exactly. I was wearing my. If you okay, during the day it's a caftan. Okay, yes, yes, that's the word I was yes, looking yes, for. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. During the day I was wearing my caftan. At night it does turn into a nighty. Yes, yes. It's transitional. But exactly. I low key was doing that. I was wearing the caftan yeah. in the day with my jacket on in Scott's parents' backyard yeah. working. I do that too, but it's just my pajamas, and I don't take the off and i keep them on and it's transitional i know i'm i'm totally i'm i'm in support yeah um speaking of the cold i totally agree with you that that is also my problem of the week and more specifically of today i went to the gym this morning which was a mistake obviously because i woke up at 6 a.m and it felt like three degrees yes and i ubered to the gym the whole three blocks and the uber driver was like really and i was like yes really it's freezing and I used the steam room at the gym. And then after I left the gym, 
my whole body started steaming outside. <laughs> so I was walking through the streets of the West Village with just a plume of smoke coming off my body. It looked like I was fresh from hell. Totally. People were probably like, someone hexed that guy. <laughs> He's been cursed. Yeah. I was like, I need to not do that again when it's this cold. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible outside. Oh, man. I know. I, I was just... I. Today, when I showered, when I got out of the shower, I just was freezing and it made me be like, do I need to put a space heater in my bathroom? Don't do that because your place will burn down. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't have like I want an electric blanket. I want a space heater. <laughs> you want everything flammable. Just totally. set the place on fire. Okay? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm worried if I light a match in my apartment, it's going to. Same. Yeah, Sometimes like... I'm like, is that is that gas? Natural gas I smell. Yeah. <laughs> and I love a candle, babe. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Every time I strike that match, I pray for just a millisecond that oh. the place doesn't go boom. Totally. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Absolutely. Um, no, I, um, I, I love, um, I got a, a, a mattress topper recently mm -hmm. that's temperature controlled and you put it on top of your mattress and then you can set the temperature. And the other night I was going to bed and it was freezing outside. And so I thought I had set the temperature to like a comfortable 72. Mm -hmm. I set it to 92. <laughs> Um, and I woke up at two in the morning and I was like, why is everything hurt? <laughs> I realized that I was self-emblazing oh like, with God. my mattress topper. It's like you gave yourself like yellow fever. Literally. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I started my new year. Oh. Okay. 2024 has been so fascinating so far. Okay. I'm going to tell you what happened to me in specific chronological order. Okay. okay. I dislocated my shoulder in my sleep. Yes. Event number one. Event number two, I got ghosted by a boy. Welcome to the new Ryan? year. Event number three, I got gonorrhea from said boy that ghosted me. <laughs> and, what? Yep. Yep. And, you know, some other good things happened. But, like, that was the start. That was week one. No. <laughs> that was week one. Um, and so I was like, wow, we're really starting off all the way down here. Oh my god! Yeah, but you know what? It's 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 only up. It actually can't get worse. I don't think. No. <laughs> Do you think he ghosted you because he was like, "Oh, I have gonorrhea"? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. How for show? Like I don't, oh. you know, like yes, yeah, so that was that was the start. And can I tell oh, you I my experience? Wanna... Yeah, I want to. Yeah, can I tell you when I dislocated my shoulder? It was at four in the morning. Yeah. And I woke up. First of all, when you wake up and you've dislocated your shoulder. Your first thought is not, oh, my shoulder is dislocated because I've never felt that pain yeah. or experience. Before. My first thought was I was having a heart attack Yo. because the pain in my arm was so severe and I couldn't move, like touch my body with my arm because like the bone was out of place. And then there was this pain radiating through my chest. And so do you know what I did? I crawled to the living room because I couldn't walk. Yeah. <laughs> it was four. I crawled to the living room and then I laid on the couch and I was like, I think this is where I'm going to die. <laughs> I was like, I'm having a heart attack. And then I took a nap and then I woke back up and I was still in severe pain. So I was like, OK, don't be dramatic. Don't call an ambulance. Mm. Don't be dramatic. So I called an Uber XL. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to so this black SUV shows up to my apartment. First of all, I can't walk because I'm in so much pain. So I had to scoot my boot down my stairwell. Oh, my God. You have several stairs. Several stairs. It's a walk up. And then I exit my apartment and the 
black SUVs in front, and I had to crawl like a human centipede to crawl into the SUV outside because I couldn't walk. And the, this poor Uber driver is like, I had to like kick his door with my foot for him to come out and open the door for me. What? And then I crawled into the back and he was like, are you okay? I was like, sir, check the end location. I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> he probably thought, what freak is this? <laughs> Totally. This is how I know the American healthcare system is so broken because I have also called an Uber to go to the hospital. One time I thought I had appendicitis and my appendix had burst. But instead of calling an ambulance, I got into an Uber because I was like, I'm not paying $5,000. Yeah, I'd rather pay $3,000 for the SUV. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, it was was a terrible way to start the new year. But I had a really hot gay doctor at the hospital that really helped take my mind off the pain. So that was nice. Wait, so... Is that common for people to dislocate their shoulder in their sleep? I've literally no, never heard of it's that. Not. And usually what do you it's not. Usually it's a sports injury. It's a sports injury, usually. And the doctor was like, wow, you must have had a really crazy dream that made you jolt suddenly. Yeah. And then that dislocated your shoulder. He's like, no, usually we see these people who dislocate their shoulders because of sports. You know, hashtag football, hashtag rugby, hashtag Wow. Or, orgy. <clears throat> or orgy. If I if you were to tell me that you dislocated my shoulder shoulder, during my orgy, I would have said, is it during your annual birthday luncheon orgy? (laughs) And you probably it's 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 conceivable that it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's conceivable. No, it was not during that. It was during bedtime. Wow. And you were by yourself. That's I was by myself. And I was literally like, this is where I die. And I was like, who could I call? I was like, they're all asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no one's gonna pick up. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry that that happened. No, to you, it's though. okay. I'm better. I got. I, I was put in a sling, not the fun one, and mm-hmm. I only had to wear it for a few days, and then it was better. And now I can lift my arm above my head and work out again. It's great. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is traumatizing. There is nothing worse than you know something like that happening, and you again, you assume that it's like I'm having heart attack. Like I thought that I had. No, I literally burst yeah. or something and I just ended up having like a UTI. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. It's uh, it's like an anxiety attack that you totally. put yourself into. You're like, well, this is this is the end. And then can I tell you, I got into the Uber and the Uber was playing Andrea Bocelli oh, on Jesus. the way to the hospital. And I was like, this is dramatic. Totally. You're like, wow, I'm really this is my swan song into death. <laughs> truly, truly. I was like, holy hell. I love that. Uh, so. Should we get into our problem of the week? I suppose we should. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to get into our advice seekers problem? Yes. Okay. Dear problem solvers. Hello from Atlanta. My best friend and I are part of a group of girlfriends that do everything together. We travel. We go out together. There's a group text. Everything you can imagine. My girlfriend and I were friends before this group came together. And I've noticed since the group formed that she and I don't really hang out one-on-one that much anymore. Oh, I love her dearly and miss hanging out. We text all the time, but I miss us IRL. And I don't really know how to approach saying that without sounding needy. Any tips? Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, so it's like, it's a group of girlfriends. Uh, Okay. And there's two of them that were friends before this group came together. Yeah. And they were, sounds like very good girlfriends. And then the group came together and now they don't really hang out. One-on-one. And this person, the advice seeker seems like they missed that. Yeah. 
and but the, and they want to say something. Yeah. Yeah. That's. You're a part of a couple of friend groups, like I, I that, yeah, that seem like it's, you know, maybe you were friends with like an original person in the group, but yeah. then they're like, then their significant other got added. Yeah. Yeah. Their best friend got added. And it happens. Yes. Yeah. I, I do have my group of gays in New York. Hey, Kermit's crew, my girls. <laughs> um, and yeah, where we do, we do a lot like what the advice seekers friend group does. You know, like we have an unhinged chaotic group chat where we send messages and screenshots and, and TikToks and et cetera. Yeah. We hang out and we go to dinners and we go to parties. We travel together. Um, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic when you're in a group of, of friends mm -hmm. versus just like one-on-one -on -one time with with a friend. Yeah. Because, you know, you sort of have to play to the group dynamic when you're together and it's kind of hard to to do like uh, the in-depth thing with a person one-on-one. -on -one. Yes. <clears throat> so you have to be, you have to kind of like manage that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I can appreciate that it's hard to do one-on-one. -on -one. <clears throat> But I think if you're good friends with somebody, they want to hang out. They should want to hang out with you. Yeah, I don't really understand the whole concept of our advice seeker being worried about being needy. Like, I think she's worried maybe about, it sounds like maybe going to this friend and saying, hey, why aren't we hanging out? Yeah, and like, yeah, for sure. Like maybe this, maybe she's she's feeling self-conscious of, I've noticed a shift in our friendship, but what if her friend didn't? What if her friend's like, I'm actually perfectly happy with how much well, we hang But is out. that an issue? Uh, but, right. Is that going to be awkward then? Yeah, which is, I guess, why she's worried. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you ever had a situationship with a friend where you felt like the dynamic was one way and you were worried that they perceived that it was another way? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's maybe normal. I think it's normal because we grow as people and your friendships grow. And yeah. it's just like, I think it's a fact of life. But like the friendship, the friend group thing is, is tough because yeah. sometimes the friend group as a whole, it's just like perfect. Like the dynamic is perfect. Yes. But then like, if it was actually just you and another person one on one, you might not be able to like replicate that dynamic. Yeah. Um. Like with my group of college girlfriends, we are so like unhinged, like chaotic totally. together. Like that is just girls we, trip. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> we just like bring out this very specific personality in yeah. each other that like I don't even bring out in like most of my friendships and, or even in my one-on-one -on -one friendships with people in that group. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, we all like the collective energy of all of us together equals that. So one plus one equals two. Exactly. Two plus two equals four. Exactly. Four times four is 16. Yeah. 16 times 80 is a big number. Okay. Brag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know that I'm math impaired. I was in mental math in school. I, and you know, I wasn't. <laughs> I was in the mental math group and I really wore that with, as a badge of honor until, you know, until the, now, clearly until now when being in a group called mental math kind of sounds actually slightly remedial. <laughs> <laughs> so That's so true. That but you're so in the mental group. That's great. <laughs> Congrats. Wow, we're all doing mental math about why you are the way you are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. Someone's getting paid a lot of money to tell me that. <laughs> true, true, true. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I 
it's an it's a weird situation because you don't want to sort of ruin the balance and dynamic that you have with your friend. Yeah. Or like you don't want to ruin the you don't want to like muddy the waters. You don't want to pee in the pool. You know you don't want to. Well, yeah, you don't. I just I'm I'm assuming that the big issue is that she doesn't want to bring it up to her friend because she doesn't want to acknowledge or like like I said, have there be an acknowledgement or not an acknowledgement that things have changed. Yeah. I feel like when you sort of speak it into existence, then that changes things. Yeah. And totally. that's tough. Totally. And especially if her friend is not really willing or able to recognize that. Yeah. Because the friend might be like, oh, you're just being sensitive. Yeah. Like, get over it. Totally. Which, which like, feels bad to hear. It feels bad, but it's almost like, okay, fine. If you're just like, if you're being honest with I don't think that's being, nice. Oh, okay. I don't think you it's- right. You right. Yeah, yeah, I think that the friend needs to. Yeah, what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it's just like, it's tough because in any relationship, we there's a dynamic. In our relationship, I'm always late. Okay. Truly. And I, but in other dynamics, <laughs> and I'm always I'm, sending the reminders. <laughs> well, and but in other dynamics, I'm never late, and I'm never forgetting anything. Right. So it's just like you are different people to different people. Can I meet the people that you're early for? Please. Zuby Ahmed. <laughs> Zuby, get on this podcast. It's not that I'm early for Zuby. It's that I'm on time and Zuby's 30 minutes late. Okay, you know that changes things. You're Zuby. both at, you're actually both late. You're just exactly. Like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, never mind. But okay, what I'm trying to say is that like, you know, maybe in this friend group dynamic, our advice seeker is seen as the needy one or seen mm. as the one that is like the overly emotional one, right? Fair. So by by like going to her friend and admitting and kind of wanting to have an open conversation about this, even if there objectively is some distance between them, the advice seeker is probably feeling like, well, fuck, like now that I admit this, I'm just going to be like, or, or if I bring this up, if I'm the one to bring this up, then my friend's going to be like, you're just being needy. Yeah. And how would you respond to your friends saying you're being needy? Would it make you feel bad or would you be like, okay, I'm actually just in my head about this? No, I would, it would make me feel bad. And I think I would try to have them see where, like how I'm feeling. Okay. I, I would try, I would say like, I would try to preface it and be like, it's, I know that I'm like needy or I know that I'm overly emotional, but like I'm being, trying to be objective here and yeah. tell you that I genuinely feel like there's something off in our dynamic and I want to change it. Yeah. And if they're friends, then like hopefully her friend will see that as like, okay, real talk. Like, let me cut the bullshit. Let me stop clowning on my friend and let me hear her and actually listen to what she's saying. Like that would be the hope. Yeah. What would you do if you're, if you went to your friend and they were like, you're being so dramatic. I would be upset if they said that I was being dramatic or emotional. I would be less upset if they said, oh, I actually haven't noticed any difference, um, but I can maybe understand that you have. Because maybe if they were like, I actually haven't paid attention to it and I haven't noticed a difference, but maybe you're right. Maybe something has changed. And I just like have, I, I got caught up with life and I haven't been paying attention. Which totally. if they said that to me, everyone's human. Like, I'm not going to like, I'm not expecting you to sit there and like, think about me 24. So everyone's totally. got a life. Everyone's got different things to think about. Uh, but if they labeled me as being something in response to me as a friend, genuinely saying, Hey, I feel like we're not spending as much time together anymore. Or I feel like we're not catching up one-on-one. -on -one. 
then I'd be upset. Yeah, I think that's fair because in your latter example where the friend didn't notice that there was a change but acknowledged yeah. that there could be, at least there's acknowledgement yeah. there. Yeah. And I think when we don't feel validated or acknowledged, yeah. even if someone else has a different point of view, like just being validated or acknowledged is like the baseline, right? Yeah. Because um, I think you can disagree with someone while also being like, I can see where you're drawing that con conclusion right. from, but like, let me give you my perspective on it. I actually yeah. don't think that we have an issue. I think we hang yes. out a lot. Yeah. But like, if you want to hang out more, then like, sh okay, we can hang out more. Yeah, totally. I think that sounds like an adult conversation. Yeah. Bring the wine, have the conversation. Totally. Pooh, what is your pee on this situation? <laughs> okay, advice seeker. I think you should you know, I think you should reach out to your friend. Yeah. I think you should reach out to your friend. Via text, in person, a DM. Yeah. I think you should text your friend and say, hey, I'd love to catch up with you one-on-one -on -one sometime. Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to get a coffee? Do you want to do happy hour? Um, yeah. And then just kind of leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And then hang out. Maybe just having that one hangout will fulfill you and make you feel like this is what I was missing. You know, all I needed was just one little hangout with her. That's all. Absolutely. Um, you might not even have to bring it up and confront it. But if you want to confront it, then during that hangout, you could say something like, I'm so happy we're doing this. I feel like we never hang out one on one anymore, which is mm. totally fine because I see you all the time with the group. But um, we should try to do this like once a month or something. Yeah. You could totally even just avoid saying it and just do like a soft recommendation. Yeah. That too. In a that way. too. Yeah. You could Jedi mind trick and just, yeah. and just invite them. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But I guess this whole group thing, something we didn't touch on is that the issue with the group dynamic is that it does feel a little tough. Cause like making plans one-on-one -on -one with people in the group, is tough because then you're like, oh, are the other people in the group gonna feel like we're being le we're leaving them out? Also, something to consider is like, what if you make plans with somebody in the group one on one, and then that person's like, oh, this person's coming, and this person, and you can't be like, no, 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 I just want because it's then that's weird a little bit. I've actually oh, experienced totally. this too. Like you're like, oh, I guess this is now a group hang. <laughs> yes, no, for sure. And then they count that as like a you and them hang. Yes. One hundred percent. It's in interesting, interesting, interesting dynamic. If you feel like your friend could easily just then invite all of your other friends in the situation where you're trying to have one-on-one -on -one time, be explicit in your ask so you're not disappointed. Yeah, I think yeah, just ask. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. Mirrors, what's your pee on the advice seeker situation? I have to agree with you, Pooh. I think that they need to talk to their friend. Don't make a big hubbub of of it. Don't make a big to do. A hoobity hoo, you know, just like be like, yo, you want to get dinner? Mm -hmm. Yes, no. Okay. Do you want to get drinks? Yes, no. And then just like, you know, invite them and do things, you know? Yeah. Like that's what I do when I want to hang out one on one with someone in my group. I'm like, hey, do you want to get drinks tonight? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, should we bring this person, this person? I'm like, no, just you. Okay. Just you. And they're like, oh, is there something you need to say? I'm like, no, just you. I, I can't deal with the whole. Just you. 
Okay. I, I, just you feel sus to me. <laughs> You're like, someone's in trouble. Yeah, exactly. If someone said just you, <laughs> I would be like, oh shit. They're like, what about to do? tell me off. Exactly. And you know what? You should know what you've done before <laughs> you show up. <laughs> you I'm should screaming. be aware of your actions. <laughs> exactly. No, I think, I think that, you know, just, just make the plan. Um, don't, I think the more, pomp and circumstance or the more like um what uh what's formality the formality you put around it the weirder it'll be yeah i yeah. agree like so to make it like want to go run errands with me yeah. want to do you go to T trader joe's with me exactly target if you're in atlanta hop in that car oh my god, i love target go atlanta. to target oh my god get a route 44 from sonic a what maybe you're living just like a 44 ounce drink from sonic what's in it Literally, Sonic has every single combination you could have possible. It's do you like, do the thing where you're like Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Sprite? The suicide. <laughs> it's called the suicide. I know. Yeah. Holy hell. I don't do that because I'm not 12. Right. But, um, right. Fair. Yeah, yeah. No. But yeah, the thing I love about Sonic is that they give you like pebble, like crushed ice. And you can just get like. I used to get like a cherry limeade drink. I thought you were about to say they put cereal in your drinks because it no. was the pebble. The pebble. Oh, no, 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 no. Fruity pebbles in your pop. Holy hell. <laughs> you better be careful. I mean, that's America. <laughs> that's, I'm, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. But yeah, no, they just give you like crushed ice. And I used to get this thing called the cherry limeade, which was Sprite with like cherry syrup and lime juice like squeezed in. And honey, that shit was good. Wow. That mm -hmm. sounds decadent and... A slightly diabetic. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds amazing. Well. It sounds amazing, actually. For some reason, it's making me crave a cheesecake. Um, oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's go do that after this. Actually, maybe we should. Um, okay. Well, I think I, th I think we've laid that problem to rest. Remember, be good to your friends and watch your sugar intake. <laughs> That's another problem solved. solved. <laughs> nice. Hey, did you like that episode? Well, if you did, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to this episode. And make sure to come back every Wednesday for brand new episodes of The Problem Solvers. See you then. 